Welcome to Pastoring Out Loud, a podcast for Bethlehem Baptist Church's self-gathering in Lakeville, Minnesota. Are you interested in hearing more about our church? Go to Bethlehem.church forward slash self. Hey guys. Hey. Hey. Hola. Daniel's still not here. He's running late and so <laughs> we're just recording. <laughs> we call him out. <laughs> oh, I'll call him out. It's okay. <laughs> to be fair, that's that's partially my fault. I forgot to send him a calendar invite mm. oh. since he's been back from sabbatical because mm. I didn't yeah. want him getting all the updates while he was gone. Look at you. All right. Taking the high road. Taking the high road while showing yourself considerate during a sabbatical. Good job. <laughs> yep. Good. <laughs> wow. Good job, Ethan. It's not fair to throw people under the bus when it's not their fault. Good. Good True. word to live by. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Glory. Okay, so random question. Uh, what'd you guys think of the state fair? I, uh, I thought it was good. We, have, we haven't gone. Just wrapped up like two days Monday, ago. Monday, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. We haven't gone in probably four or five years, mainly due to just like the age of our kids and how expensive it is to get in and those two things combining to make us go, why? Um, <laughs> but this year, my very entrepreneurial uh, oldest did a craft sale at the library and they rewarded everyone who participated with free state fair tickets for the whole family. Whoa. So we felt like to honor that effort by her, we needed to go. And so we, we went and it it was kind of, um, we had some really sweet memories of the state fair, um, back in seminary, like some traditions. And so I don't, maybe I wonder how long it's been. I don't know when the last time we were there was actually. Maybe it's been longer than four or five years. Hmm. But we like parked in the same spot and did the same walk. And that was kind of nostalgic for a while until the kids started complaining and <laughs> um, about the length. It was, it's a long walk where we parked. So it, hmm. it was long. It was, it, was, it was fair complaining. I just alternated carrying different ones. Um, <laughs> but it was, but we went and we, uh, we just kind of take it as it comes. So like we, uh, we saw like a really fun lumberjack show. Um, they were really entertaining this year. It was really fun. We uh, we we always go and see you know various animals and look at all the animal barns. And we what else do we do? And then we walk around and get like get food we like. We you know we always get corn. We always get Martha's cookies. And then what we do mm-hmm. is rather than buy milk from Martha's cookies, we walk just a little ways and there's a free, you, you pay $2 and you get as much milk as you want free refills over by the animal barn. So we walk, so we take the cookies and we eat them on the way there and we sit with our milk and just, that's where our kids uh, every year get sick. So they eat, <laughs> they eat too many cookies and they drink too much milk and oh, no. Stone and Iris had more self-control than I was expecting and poor Apollos was the guy who you know, about, about 10 minutes into it, I was looking at him. I was like, did you eat too much? And he was like, uh-huh. <laughs> just kind of <laughs> lounging on a state, a state fair park bench. Um, <laughs> and then we just, you know, we got, we got a few other things. I don't remember what we got. I'm trying to, we, we did, we did a couple other things. Like we stopped in animals and lumberjack show. Oh, there's a, there's always like this Kemp's little mini farm. You can walk through it and like they teach you about farming and then you mm-hmm. get like a free mm-hmm. snack at the end. We did that. Kids looked at some tractors. So yeah, mm. we just kind of take it as it comes. It was really fun though. It was, uh, we were there probably from like two o'clock to like 6.30. Um, it was fun. Stacy, did fun. you go? 
Yep. We went Friday morning um, into Friday afternoon. And us two, we have not been there for at least five years. I think last time we went, it was just Peter and I, and we went to see a show. Mm. And then we went beforehand. What show? Which was the best. It was Jim Gaffigan last time he was mm. here. Um, so that was the best. But this time we brought our children with, I feel like it's a little bit of a different experience bringing two teenagers and a 10 year old. Um, and it was very hot and humid that day also. It was hot. So, um, Milk was a bad choice. I give it, <laughs> yeah. I give it like a three out of five stars. I can see um, heat rising off of Ethan's I head. I know. Oh. No, the food was good. Mm-hmm. You know, a couple of the places we wanted to go, the lines were just really long and I wasn't really willing to wait, but the animal barns were cool. I love the animals. And um, they did, some of them did the giant wheel. The giant Ferris wheel was cool. Um, so I feel so, like if you give it anything other than five out of five stars, Ethan go ahead, considers Ethan. it a personal affront. Yeah. So what are your thoughts? 10 out of five. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> 10 well, out of five. You made up for Stacy's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so together it's 13 wow. out of 10. Yeah. I've discovered that with a state fair, you need two categories for people mm. that fit into it. Are you a native Minnesotan and are you an extrovert? And <laughs> if you are both of those things, you love it. You love it. Got it. But if okay. either of those are missing, it might be okay. And if both are missing, generally it's a no, I avoid it. Not going to go. Interesting theory. Hmm. Doesn't fit so everybody. One but of those is missing for me then. There you go. Yep. Yeah. Got generally it. true, hmm. but I love it. I've huh. gone almost every single year. <laughs> wow. Since I was born. I think I've missed one year. Wow. And yeah, do uh, he's tearing up over there. I think that's uh, sweet. Generally, do the uh, <laughs> same things. Animals, um, stay away from the midway. Yeah, never really did the rides, but you can go to Valley Fair you, for that exactly. Stuff that's or what I was gonna say. Something like that. They probably have a better safety rating at Valley yes. Fair. Yeah, 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 yep. yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> um, yeah, food's great. Miracle of Birth building, it's awesome. Um, yeah. What food do you get? Um, we get cookies outside the horticulture building. There's a place called the peg that has these loaded fries that have a ton of stuff in it. That's really good. Mm. Um, for a long time I got alligator. That's right next to the corn. And mm-hmm. they also have frozen grapes, which are great mm-hmm. for keeping cool throughout mm. the day. Milk. This year we got uh, Nordic waffles. Mm. Over in the West End Market. Wow. Those are really good. Mm. To try out those fries. Yeah. Sounds yeah. good. Yep. It was like riding a bike, though. I got there and all of a sudden I found myself walking to the places just naturally. And I was like, how do I know where to go? It's been yeah, so yeah. long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It fun. Yeah, it's a blast. Great. I didn't go this year, so I don't have anything to add. <laughs> but I'm generally for it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that was lengthy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so that feels mean, but that's okay. I mean, no. You asked a question. You no, didn't really want a real response. That's what I did. It was great. <laughs> it's great. People are probably like, well, I, I've got to go now. <laughs> no. So we're going to, we're going to talk about today. Um, it's kind of like fits into the, why do we do the things the way that we do series that we've been doing. And we're going to kind of talk about the creative aspects of like our worship services and, you know, like the media and tech 
sides of things and how do those, how do we think about those things? How do they serve us as a church? Is it okay to be creative? Uh, you know, <laughs> those types of <laughs> questions. So Ethan is joining us today. Hi, Ethan. We, you've already heard Hello. him talk, but, um, so maybe, maybe just start with a kind of just a general question. Um, how do we, are there any guiding principles that kind of guide, guiding principles that guide how, how mm. we think about <laughs> the ways that we use technology in our worship services that you'd want to hit on, Ethan? No. No. <laughs> it's just there completely random. <laughs> it's all personal preference. Um, <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, there are. And honestly, it all comes from uh, the vision of the pastors um, as much as possible. So for a long time and continuing now, um, when it comes to worship, congregational voice is really important, um, mm-hmm. or just the congregation worshiping together has been a value. Yeah, And so that translates uh, into technology. So when it mm-hmm. comes to worship, that affects volume levels. Mm-hmm. So we can hear each other worship and sing. Um, that affects how bright it is in the room um, with lighting, you know, we're not a black box church that keeps everything really dark. Um, though there's a place for that at times for introspective worship. Mm-hmm. Um, but in general, we are a corporate people and that's reflected in technology as yep. well as worship. Yep. And so, I mean, people have personal preferences, right? You know, like some people think, well, if we're supposed to hear each other sing, then it's too loud. And some people are like, I wish it was a little bit louder. And so, you yeah. know, like how do we how do we arrive at where we arrive? Right. <laughs> and why do you change the volume level so much week to week? <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> well, we don't. Yeah. <laughs> I was just I was just setting them up. Just teeing you uh, I was just setting them up. Right. Yeah. yeah, it's actually very, very consistent. Um, we have measurement tools that uh we can actively see how loud it is at any given time and it's all recorded so we can see trends um, over weeks um, with all of those figures. But um, mainly uh, that comes from uh, a few different areas. One is what do other like-minded churches in the area, what do they do? Um, although that can't be you know, the be all end all. But um, first and foremost, we want to make sure it's safe mm-hmm. for ears. That's really important. Um, I don't want anyone to have a painful experience. So we stay well away from that. Right? We're, so like as far as like safety standards, yeah. we're not even getting close. Not even close. So one of the, one of the, the uh, danger not, zones. <laughs> not to get, yeah, exactly. Not to get too technical, but one of the measurements that we collect is percentage of exposure. So if you hit 100%, you need to leave the room. Mm-hmm. You know, it has been too loud for a certain amount of time. So yep. your ears can actually handle a decent amount of loudness for a short amount of time. Mm-hmm. And they can handle a small amount of loudness or quietness for a long period of time before you reach too much. Exposure. Yep, yep mm-hmm. exposure. So we generally hit 1% by the end of our church services. 1%. 1%. Yeah. So we're... Very, very far right. from yep. damaging ears mm-hmm. physically. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And 
and that's good. Um, but obviously our goal isn't just to like utilitarian, you know, we're safe, you know, we're not getting dangerous. That's all we're aiming for. We want it to be helpful. And, and so there are, you know, there's different things that we try to incorporate in services. So we, we do value, you know, like the, the, uh, role that music plays in carrying our affections along that have been wakened by truth. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what Pastor John always said. The, the role of music and worship is to stoke and carry our affections that have been awakened by truth. Yep. So we're always, that's the goal. And then music is just a tool. Yep. Um, and so there are times when a swelling music and a driving backbeat or something like that can fuel those emotions. And then there are times when scaling back and just hearing mm-hmm. the vo- voices, you know, and so... Mm-hmm. And different volume levels at different times serve us. Yep. And so we're, we're, we, what I really want people to understand is that we are trying to be thoughtful. Yes, absolutely. We're trying to serve, and it, it, when it just comes down to it, there is a wide variety of opinions. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. And, and I see that as, uh, in one sense, as the role that whoever's mixing audio on Sunday morning plays. Mm-hmm. Um, be a part of the band. You know, if the band is swelling and things are getting louder to be more dynamic, mm-hmm. I'm not going to take all the faders and pull them back to zero. Right. You know, I'm going to work with the band, be dynamic as a musician, in a sense, mm-hmm. playing a part there. Um, if there's a, like you said, an introspective part of worship that's, you know, piano and cello, we're not slamming that to a hundred. Like right. it doesn't mm-hmm. make sense. That doesn't serve people. It breaks them out of um it, it it draws focus yeah to the wrong thing sure yeah you know, i want to be transparent i want to i want to be that ministry that can help and that you don't really know it's going on mm-hmm. if i get in the way of a worship experience that's a that's a failure yeah. on on my part Yep. Um, when I'm mixing, I don't want to do that. Um, so yeah, it's, it's important to be dynamic, be part of the band. Um, yeah, just yeah, working that way. Do you guys have any questions for Ethan as we're just talking here? Anything that's coming to mind? Well, I, th- I think you started to go here, but maybe, um, you know, in, in saying that you try to be in line with like the pastoral vision maybe help people understand at Bethlehem, you know, you you talked about congregational singing, but then you kind of stopped there too. You know, what are, you know, where, where is, where is Bethlehem South now from your understanding as far as things that we think are good and right and important and even maybe things that you feel like, man, their intention, we're trying to hold these things together, just anything like that. So I think it, I think it's helpful for people to hear, yeah, just the thoughtfulness your intentionality behind what you're trying to do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think, uh, congregational voice is, you know, the blood bought family that we talk about a lot is probably the most prominent one. You know, that's where, that's where we get congregational voice from. That's where we get that lighting from that I talked about. Um, and those just, yeah, those just play, such a huge role. Cause it's not a given at any church you might visit on a Sunday that you can see each other. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. There are a lot of churches that, that do have other values and that's fine. That, mm-hmm. that fits their vision. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but for us, um, that's you know having it at a certain volume level so that we can all worship together. Mm-hmm. Um, it helps point towards that blood bought family idea, mm-hmm. even in those little things throughout a service. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and even I mean even with things like lighting, mm-hmm. you know, like stage lighting or using colorful backgrounds or versus nope, we're not going to do any of that. Right. Like how, how are we, do you have any thoughts on how we think about like creativity and artistic expression? Like do those have a place <laughs> right. in worship service? Yeah. I mean, how are you thinking about that? Yeah, absolutely. I think they do um, within reason. Again, not to be a distraction, mm-hmm. um, but how does it serve the uh, overall structure of the service? How does it serve the message? Um, you know, if you, uh, if you have a sermon on, you know, the coat of many colors, let's say, mm-hmm. you know, it might be helpful to put some colored lights up on the back wall, yeah. <laughs> Just, you know, and that, that mm-hmm. may mm-hmm. engage people that have, um, more of a, creative sense. Well, that's coming up in Genesis, so be on the lookout. There you go. He's going (laughs) to cover the back wall in lights. But that can help serve what's being preached, serve what's being sung about, you know, but then there's, there's the flip side that you want to avoid. You know, we're not going to, you know, have them flashing like crazy or push something into that arena when it isn't appropriate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there, yeah, I do think creativity has a place. Yeah, um, in the right proportion, in uh, what would it be like, uh, oriented towards the right goal, mm-hmm. um, and in a proportion that makes sense to not be a distraction but accent yep. and help whatever's yep. happening in the service. Yep, that's really good. So as a, so as a complement or an yeah. accentuation yep. of the truth. Exactly. That mm-hmm. we're that we're hoping the Holy Spirit takes and changes people with yep. that day. So so the not having to become the main thing. Which is no which is right. no different than how we think I mean, maybe people don't think about it this way, but it's no different than how we think about preaching mm-hmm. or worship. Like I could tell all sorts of stories. And I could be really funny and really entertaining. And there are illustrations. Could you be funny? I could, just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. No comment. Um, I, uh, I think that, uh, but, but you have to ask, like, is this illustration, is the main thing it's going to do is make people laugh? Right. And it, right. it'll still be true, but the main thing that's going to happen is people are going to laugh. Or does it actually accentuate and complement the truth that we're trying to highlight. And so we're all by the power of the Holy Spirit with a certain vision and goal and uh, destination in mind, mm-hmm. making those decisions all the time. Yep. Just in how we're going to do things. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Do you have anything to add, mm-hmm. Stacy? Any questions, any comments? Just a comment of just thank you for what you do, Ethan, and your team and how you serve the church in more behind the scenes ways, not that we can't see you back in the booth or something, but (laughs) it really, it's, we probably take it for granted. um, All that goes into what you guys do and it serves us. And we only notice if everything's not perfect, which it's never going to be perfect, but Mm -hmm. you guys do such a great job. And 
thanks for serving the church, yeah. helping us worship. Yep, you bet. Yeah, this is just a, a really helpful conversation. Um, just, I mean, these are things that people probably just don't think about very often when they come into a worship service, unless they don't like something. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but what I'm, what I'm hoping people are hearing is that we are trying to think about these things. Yep. We're trying to be thoughtful. We're trying to serve people. We're trying to have reasons for, to do what we do. Mm-hmm. Um, and my encouragement would just be, man, if you have a preference that you don't, you know, that that goes against something that we do in a service or whatever, that's okay. Um, and maybe just realize that there's probably someone in that service who has the exact opposite preference as you do. Mm-hmm. And so we are a, a, a diverse, uh, opinionated, blood-bought family, and it's just an opportunity to think of others and to lay down your preferences mm-hmm. and to outdo one another in showing honor yep. mm-hmm. uh, for the sake of our unity in Christ and serving others. Mm-hmm. And um, we're always open to hearing, you know, hearing what you think and yeah. we want to serve and we don't get offended if you didn't like something. Like I don't get offended if you don't like a song that I chose. Mm-hmm. Ethan's not going to get offended if you didn't like a light that he used <laughs> something <laughs> like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but just to know that we're trying to be thoughtful, we're trying to serve people with a lot of different opinions and yeah, it's okay to just lay down lay down your opinion for the sake of mm-hmm. others. So yeah, and it's good to hear yeah those opinions too because then we get a general sense for what the broader body yeah. would like to yeah. see, would like to hear, and mm-hmm. we can use that to gauge where inside those bumpers we want to be. Yeah, yeah, that's right. In an appropriate place. Yeah, I have a, an idea someday just for like because 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 we are a people with a lot of preferences, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it just that's just and that's not bad. Um, like it's, it's a, it's a, it's a sweet and good and healthy thing to have people with a lot of preferences. So we don't want you to hear us saying, well, you got a lot of opinions, you know, I, that's, that's not it at all. We like to hear them and they're actually helpful. Mm-hmm. And that's actually what it means to be a church is to be a bunch of people that agree about the main thing and all sorts of other thoughts. Yep. But I got this idea of kind of like a, uh, someday like a church speed dating thing, you know, where we, uh. We just get a speed dating in this way in that, you know, we just know the different opinions people have and we just match them up. <laughs> and because c- c- I think, I think what, you know, when you can hear someone else's reasoning and someone else's heart and someone else's like, that was the privilege I had during like COVID was just, man, lots of different preferences. But by the time I got done sitting down with other people in general, it was like, man, they love Jesus and I, I get where they're coming from and maybe I agree or maybe I don't agree. But we love Jesus, and I and I get it. And um, so, in all the things we do, just the word you shared, Nick, is is right to just be able to lay down what our preference is, and to to think um, about the truth that's being sung and proclaimed and highlighted by everything we're doing, and worship. Right, mm-hmm. be, be there to worship, not critique mainly, and think of your brothers and sisters who probably like something a little bit more or less than you do <laughs> at different parts. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Hey, thanks, Ethan. This is really, really good, really helpful. So appreciate it. Yeah, you bet. See you guys later. <laughs>